Tennis chain, 110,000. We took some losses, spent some money, but we still ballin'. Know when they hatin' straight from the gutter, I forever call it. These niggas hate, no, they just won't see my career fallin'. Really wanna see you with more money than him, that ain't your man. I take these perks and pop that extra out the pan. The way they crossed us, I swear it drive me insane. They drained my bank, they thought they took me out the game. I came back running with some top shotters. I paid them top dollars, living like a rough rider. They locked them up for violence. He came back like a survivor. He came back like a survivor. Welcome to the Surly Horns Podcast. This is season five, episode one, coming at you fast from here on out. Because we have a lot to talk about. We've been on hiatus. And all I really want to do is sit in front of a microphone and hang out with my people on the Surly Horns podcast. I missed you guys. I missed you bad. I missed you a lot. This is RGB3. Y'all might not remember this guy. It's been like 10 years since we last podcast. But I'm sure you missed me as much as I missed you. And good news, guys. Um, All we want is to just be filthy on a podcast again. It's been way too long. We missed our listeners. We missed everybody. Guess what, guys? We're back, and we're going to be consistent. We said it in the last episode about three months ago that we were going to be consistent about doing these weekly. And You know, I think it's going to be awesome because something that's eating up the majority of our time is getting every single person on scholarship a $50,000 commit annually recurring for doing charitable works we can talk about the details all you want because we have them all we have all the plans we have charities lined up and we are gonna get things like that happened on may 6th of this year with the guys going to a school we've already got something going with the pancake factory and building out a, a a discovery den in the city of austin so we're gonna and we're gonna turn that into can we do this at every school in Austin? And like that will just be a thing that that happens, you know, on an annual basis. And then we want to look into some of the other charities that we've partnered with that we haven't quite announced yet that we're trying to align with some of the other, uh, you know, packages that we're putting together. And I just think that it's a it's super exciting. It's a it's a lot to be involved in, and it keeps me from fucking podcasting, and it's super annoying, it and does. I can't wait. For I can't wait for it to be over. Literally, our texts between each other were at one point. It was like, man, remember when things were normal and we just said fuck a lot and on a podcast and we could just be vulgar and do shitty things. Um, and now we're calls heads of from the like <laughs> now. Yeah, now I'm getting calls from like people that got my number from from Chris. That's <laughs> how they you you I got your number from Chris. Cut and that, I was like, that, I don't, do I know any Chris's? Like, what Chris's do I know? <laughs> and then it's they, the guy was talking about Chris Del Conte. It, so. it reminds me of Schmel Schmonti is what it rhymes with. But yeah, yeah, that's what's crazy. So you are listening to the founders and board members of the nations and the world's first ever NIL IRS approved 501c3. Clap, clap. Where clap, we're clap, literally going to have guys clap, probably at least. At least eight events a year where we're doing things in the community for the community that are big projects that really bring out uh, a lot of attention to some charities that people may not know about and and may have a passion for. And they're all something that improves the the community. And and really the whole idea here and what we really want to do is make it really fun and exciting for 
people to come out in the community and help and understand how, how cool that is. And then the, you know, we can open up some floodgates to the donors, to those, those causes that nobody knew about. It's way better than donking off money on random Kickstarters. It's like, it's real and something that, that you can represent. And, and we're really excited about all that. Hell yeah. I mean, so the first thing you should have heard me squeal when I heard that our first charitable partner, like I put together, I met Derek Johnson and I got to look him in the eyes and he said, hi, Rob. And I squealed like a fucking 12 year old at a Justin Bieber concert because I was so excited. He's my favorite football player of all time, of all time, like bar none. I don't give a shit. He's my favorite football player of all time. And he is doing awesome work. He's moved his charity from Kansas City back down to Austin. And what he's doing is so goddamn cool. Like, I understand what we're doing with the burn-ins of school. This is even cooler because we're able to take, you know, these athletes that want to give back. You mentioned May 6th. Like, these guys want to be able to go to a school. Well, now they're going to get compensated to do so when they don't have to. You know, like, or, well, now they do have to, but they, they did that without being compensated. So now they have the means and the time and the energy and the effort to want to do better. And I mean, how fucking cool is that? It's, it's, it's legitimately the coolest thing that we've ever done. Uh, the burn ends and horns with heart are legitimately like the coolest thing. Leagues, leagues, burn ends was a lot of work. And then we, you know, we aligned it well with essentially the the level of like we, we could just do a podcast two podcasts and right the the dinner which is happening at some point and your yeah, cups you're and, gonna get your cups and your magnets i have them yeah, sitting in my whatever. office still <laughs> if you're out of town but it's like that's like a fully legit ass funded program and like it was the first anything like that in the entire country that is that the ncaa is like yeah leave those guys alone they like they're squeaky clean and we were the first in both squeaky clean in both. like so everybody who's like you need to be a cheater ass motherfucker no you don't you, you just have to do the work you have to put in the work and you have to do it and you can work if, if anybody wants to do an nil deal reach out to you know it me i'm a hard. mac or, or rgb and we will hook you up with whoever you need to get it done these it people in hard. compliance are not like what people think they are awesome. we we have gotten so much really good information from them because Lord, we're figuring this out. out together with compliance right we're, instead of instead of pushing the boundaries with what we can do we're trying to help them establish what what is definitely in the clear and people can model after what we've done and and that would be totally yeah. cool at texas and we want people to do that so reach out to us if you want to do something like the burn ends or pancake factory or, or whatever. And we will make that happen. Like that's a thing that we can do and you don't have to do it in some weird, illegal shady thing where the player's not actually going to get paid and there's no real quid pro quo. And it's just all this. You're paying somebody's nonsense. Uncle. It's all this nonsense that everybody's like, well, if you're not going to get in trouble for it. And it's like, that's not the point. The point is we did it clean and we beat everybody. We beat so fuck everybody. everybody. Hey, we, you and I, we're looking at each other in this in our ocular fucking sockets right now. We beat everybody to market 
Urban Meyer copied our idea. The J.B. Hunt people at Arkansas copied our idea. The fucking Double Eagle guys at fucking Tech copied our idea. You name it, they fucking copied it. And what started at the Surly Horns podcast has changed the NIL, the NCAA, and the fucking world. Think about that, listener. Think about it. Think about it real And And we don't even fucking... The NCAA would waste their time looking at us. Bring Why it. Why would they wasting their time? Bring it. I the the I've gotten I cannot tell you how many media requests that my dumbass has gotten that I've fully obliged to because number Rob, one Rob, you talk to everybody except for the, the follow up with Darren Ravel because he's a piece of shit. Fuck you, Darren Ravel. Eat my show, <laughs> you piece of shit. Number one, we are fully compliant with. Like, dude, I love how he. I love how he did call. He called everything else though. He fucking did call everything else. But we, I, I take, I take specific offense because you didn't believe us, and we were serious, and we've proven that we're serious. And, and now you need to eat crow, motherfucker. You do. And we'd love to have you on here or, or whatever, but you have to eat crow. But we will join in on your crusade against the NIL, motherfucker. Like, this is the wildest shit I've ever seen is happening right now. And it's so fucked up. And there's no reason that it needs to be this way. He actually needs to eat my fucking grundle before I'll let him on this podcast. But <laughs> if he agrees to do that, I will. Because number one, so first of all, NCAA, we are following the letter of the law. University of Texas, letter of the law. Blake Laurie and compliance, love you guys. Y'all are awesome. Y'all are great at your jobs. Very appreciate our working relationship. Keep doing what you're doing because it actually makes a difference. And number three, guess who we have to answer to? Well, I guess we I'll throw state in as number three, but number four, the fucking IRS. I am not worried about Darren Rovell. I'm not worried about the NCAA. I'm not worried about the University of Texas. I'm worried about the IRS. And we are fully compliant and supported and approved, which is a big word because there are a lot of other, all these other NIL entities that so happen to follow our stupid fucking idea. Um, But they don't know that you actually have to be like, if you don't get approved, you can't. You have to give the money back or like they just have to take it as an investment. And, and we are zero, the, zero only, out investment. the only 501c3 proved NIL entity right now. Occupy Left Field has also received an 501c3 of some sorts, which is also Texas related. Great for them. But as of now, we are the only football NIL collective that is 501c3 approved, which Shout out Squish Mitten. It's not even football. It's just we need to it's give every, it's all, it's Squish Mitten. We Squish Mitten deserves a shout out. Good job. Um, we Sydney Carton close to jumping. Um, Glenn from the mailroom, and then ourselves are really. I mean, we we made some shit happen um, that shouldn't have happened. That we as working. I mean, we're pro bono guys, you know, Bob Stoops, Urban Meyer, they're these retired fucking millionaires, hundred million dollars sitting in the fucking bank that they can just sit around and think about it. You're listening to two dumb motherfuckers on the Surly Horns podcast that came up with two of the most creative fucking NIL laws of all time. 
or NIL collectives, we won't use the collective word, NIL entities of all time. You're listening to them. And guess how drunk we were when we came up with them? All of the It's drunk. official, dude. It, everywhere you look, five marks deep, at least. At least. And if you've ever been to a fucking Surly Horns tailgate, which I know a lot of people have come out, we're having one for Alabama, I, and I am going to have two 20 by 20s. So... I'm going to be very, very disappointed if we have Everybody. A, like a bunch of empty space. It's going to make me very disappointed. Don't make Jeff Ketchum look better than us, except he takes up a whole 20 by 20 by himself. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, okay. But the Surly Horns podcast is a good lot of fun. I don't know what we're doing as a road game this season. We have to we have to talk that out over the next months we and weeks as we State. keep doing this. We discussed that, or we, we might just save it. I mean, do Alabama big, and then do like two good ones in the SEC the next year. You know, because I'd rather do that. Save that extra. thing. You don't want to go to um, Lawrence even Kansas. No. <laughs> oh, it's in Lawrence this year. Yeah, we should do that. Let's go to Kansas. Fuck it. Gonna fucking Lawrence. Lawrence, Kansas, because I think we decided Stillwater in the last podcast a couple I'll be, of I mean, that would actually be a fun, it's a revenge game. I feel like that would be a fun game to go to, Lawrence. just fuck up the town. We would be the only people there. We could do like a no, giant dude. No, fucking they're, they're gonna fucking. <laughs> we could take up the whole space. Like, we could take up, like, there's a hundred people in the stands. We could have a giant. <laughs> I bet there will be a bunch of Texas fans that go to that game, dude. <laughs> It's a rivalry game, right? <laughs> oh, okay. That, it's a rivalry. That's, yeah, they, it's a rivalry they, game. that's so bad. <laughs> it's the last time you you can't let Kansas have scoreboard. Oh you can't let Kansas God. have scoreboard. You can't oh let Kansas God. have scoreboard. I never even thought about that. What if they had eternal scoreboard? What if we went to the SEC this year and they yeah, had but they they do scoreboard. have they have scoreboard of last DKR, but that doesn't count. Yeah, they don't yeah, have scoreboard. As long yeah. as we have eternal scoreboard, that would be so fucking bad, dude. It's gonna be I, I that that's gonna be rough if that doesn't happen. Hey, and we 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 haven't talked about like anything in the NIL or not the NIL landscape, but like the transfer portal. Like we talked about Quinn Ewers, we've talked Isaiah Nayor. I don't even know we talked about Isaiah Nayor being. I a don't care. Stuff. I don't. I don't want to talk Jordan about the Addison. Portal. Like all this stuff's crazy. I don't want to. I, I have no comments on the transfer portal. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, no shit. We are going to score seventy points a game. We're we're just going. We just will. I, I don't care about the defense. It's, it's gearing up. It's gearing up to be a very very high powered offense. And maybe this strategy of all you have to do is get like for all the points, three and outs. Like you're going to be fresh, hold and they're going to be goals. worn out. Hold them to field goals. If you hold every single pos- three possessions, they score nine points, and we score twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, that's all you I need mean, to do. Or yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, or just like I think they could have won more games if the offense didn't stall out last season. And I guess he's just making sure the offense will not stall out. But also, even if you score a hundred on our defense, well, we can score one hundred and forty. Maybe that's a viable strategy. I don't know, but everybody seems to think that, you know. How many that, points? That they figured it out. They've, they've rotated. So the reason we can't talk about the transfer portal isn't because of the NIL stuff. It's because there's uh, how many? 32? 34, including recruits, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Coming 
that from 85, they, they replaced... It's almost half the roster. 34. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a substantial amount of players that are just, like, gone and... Here. Like, that whole wide receiver room, like, left. And we might be getting yeah. a better one. And this could... But this it doesn't matter. Like, that, that's the thing, is everything is so just... It's also, like it's stupid. You know, it's fucking stupid. All this NIL stuff is such bullshit. I too. can't believe that some of these people are risking their scholarships to just like right. what 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 the hell is Josh Thompson thinking, bro? Like, what the fuck are you doing? He went to like he's done. They're not going to play him. Josh Moore, you mean Josh? Thompson Josh Moore, yeah. yeah, Josh Moore. Yeah, well, he got kicked off of Tech and SMU. Uh, Chris Adamora is still in the portal. I think maybe he he might have went to SMU, but like BJ Foster is going to see Houston State. Shout out alma mater. What's up? But uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Grass isn't always greener. I guess is the. I would never give up. I would never trade. I would never trade those degrees to play football. I'd be like, cool. I'll sit the bench. (laughs) Make you're gonna pay for my school? Fuck yeah! I'll fucking just hang out. I mean, imagine. I mean, and that's that's part of this nil stuff. Is like if you were a shitty offensive lineman. And the Pancake Factory was announced, and we've promised it to all scholarship offensive linemen. And they said, hey, you know, hey, actually, we want you to hit the portal. <laughs> uh, eat my shit. I'm going to sit here and get my fucking McCombs degree and watch the game from the sidelines and clean up with the ladies for. And, yeah, but I'm still going to work out. I'm going to work out hard. I'm going to be on the team. Yeah, of course. You and I'll go in. And- yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, sorry, I'm not good enough, but uh, you should have thought about that before you offered me. And now I accepted it. And now I'm here. So first up from our two bad motherfucker awards, we have the first interview with Jonathan Brooks. We're super excited to have him on the podcast today. And if you want to hear anything about what goes on in the locker room or what goes on on the field, you're shit out of luck because that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about Jonathan the man, maybe the myth, maybe the legend. What's up, Jonathan? What's up? Just finishing up finals and stuff. Oh, is that is that wrapping up this week? Yeah, I just finished my last final today. So do you have any plans immediately after finals? Uh, we come back uh, June. No, 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 no. May 31st, I think we start. May 31st, y'all, go, June 1st, y'all going so anywhere in between? Uh, I, think, I think for my break, I'm just probably just going to go home for about a week or two. And then... Uh, just hang out with my mom, my brother, and just some friends down there, and then probably come back. Nice. Well, so, t- you know, tell us a little bit about your hometown. I know Hallettsville. I mean, you know, smaller area. Uh, you know, going from Austin City, you know, to, back down to Hallettsville. How's that, uh, you know, life change? How's it going to Austin? And then how's it going, you know, knowing you're going back? Uh, it's nothing to do in the town, so it's kind of boring. I don't go there a lot <laughs> because there's nothing to do. Uh, and you come here, it's just everything to do. Just... <laughs> Literally too much shit to <laughs> yeah, do. So like that's too much. To do. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so here's 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 my new question. So uh, Rick got tired of my old question of what your favorite wing flavor is, which I'm still gonna ask. What's your favorite wing flavor? But my new set, my new favorite question is, what is the favorite? What's your favorite spot to eat in your hometown? In my hometown, there's only. There's only Dairy Queen and Subway, and then there's Mexican restaurants. So my favorite spot is probably Dairy Queen. Just what a, yeah, one of three. Okay, what's your go-to DQ order then? You, you I mean, want steak fingers, dilly bar? What, what are we talking? Yeah, I can just get number two. It just 
whatever on it, and that's it. I might get a blizzard from here and there. Nice. But that's about it. Very nice. And, and then my original question, what's your go-to wing flavor? What are you going to? Outside of original, like, boring, medium, like, get crazy with it. What, what, what's your go-to? Shit, I don't even get too crazy. I just get barbecue sometimes, or I get half barbecue, half lemon pepper. It's, I don't really like lemon pepper that much. It's just that barbecue sometimes get too spicy from Wingstop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Wingstop. I love – I'll do the Cajun, and I'll add lemon pepper to it. Whew. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I'm a connoisseur. Rick fucking. Wait, hates so you're wings. not a spice. I was gonna. I was gonna ask about the the no love for the Mexican restaurants. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Number one. Number two. I, I think I see this unfolding. You're not a spicy food guy. Like, have you ever eaten like spicy ass Indian food on accident or something like that? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> what good. was your biggest culture shock? Like even food shock, like going from Howitzville, you know, you're in Austin trying a bunch of different shit. Like what, what was the thing that we're like, holy shit, I didn't know that existed. <laughs> yeah. Just seeing new shit, trying new shit. Um, and it's just like being able to get what, damn near whatever I want because it's here. Like if I wanted Whataburger, I'd have to drive 15 minutes or if I wanted like any like chilies or anything else, like Roadhouse or anything, that was 45 minutes away. So it was kind of. What's the best spot you've had in Austin so far? Like what's the best food you've had? I don't know. I actually haven't eaten out that much. I just, I think the best one I've eaten was just mm, probably Sushi Japan, maybe. Nice. Have you eaten Matt's yet? No, I haven't. Oh, that's the best. Oh, what? Part. He doesn't like Mexican food. You got to quit bringing oh, the spicy right. shit up. No, no, I like, I like Mexican food. I just don't like spicy <laughs> shit. Well, I mean, it's like everything's off the menu. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like spicy I guess shit. That, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the good shit spicy, but it's okay. You don't have to like spicy food. Um, so if you had to pick, and and maybe this is story time for for Jonathan. We'll have a segment called Story Time with Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to pick one defining moment like that that helped shape your entire perception of Austin, you know, either what was that? And then if you want to tell the story around how it happened, that'd be pretty cool. Oh shit. Um a homeless guy asked you for money. It was probably <laughs> Oh, yeah. So um, no, he's gonna go deep, Rob. He's gonna. You gotta, you gotta trust him. Me and my teammates was at a uh, Gus, and uh, we walked right outside, and the homeless dude was like, uh, "He said he needed money because he had AIDS, and, and <laughs> That's not he funny. That's so not funny. AIDS isn't funny, <laughs> and couldn't and couldn't afford it or some shit. I don't even know. It was weird, and then it, it actually just happened again. Where we go? Just two days ago, we went to Gus again, and this homeless dude, uh, I had brought, like, extra food out that I didn't eat, and they were, they were asking me for my food, and then uh, this dude was telling us, like, some, like, terrible dad jokes. It was bad. So, so what's it like living? So, obviously, you know, you're a running back. What's it like living with defensive linemen? Hold on. We weren't, we weren't done with the last question. Oh, he, I forgot. That wasn't his defining moment in Austin. His defining moment in Austin is there's a lot of homeless people that are weird. What made Austin like super real for you? Like being like, man, I I can be here for the next four years and get a a sick education and like hopefully stay here, do something cool. Cause like, this is the the place. Like when was the first time you, you, you felt that? Um, maybe when me and my teammates went downtown, maybe I'm not like a two of them. I'm outgoing, but it's like, since I've been here, I haven't done 
much. I haven't been to the river. I haven't been to the lake. I haven't been, you know, I've just been downtown a couple of times and that's pretty much it. But I plan on going and getting out more and exploring Austin more. But just seeing like videos, like obviously the recruiting videos that they make and shit, like it just looks like it looks like a lot of stuff that I want to try out and do and go see how it is. Yeah, let's go. Let's go on a boat on Lake Travis. What was like the defining moment, like even in your recruitment where you're like, oh, shit, this is a town I want to spend for for three years. Really? Uh, I've seen you run three years in. Oh, uh, personally, it was they were my first offer. Obviously, I only had seven and my second best one was Texas Tech. So I was kind of. Ain't nobody going to fucking tech. Ain't nobody going. Yeah. <laughs> and it was also it was close to home. Um, I like the coaches. I like the the fans, the environment. Um, and it was during COVID, so it was only Texas was the only. I visited Texas. What was it? Three times. So that was the only school I've got to visit, and it was just like. A virtual tour isn't like an actual tour, so it's kind of. It's close to home, and the coach. Well, didn't they have the locker room all fucked up anyway? Right, you wouldn't have been able to tour the locker room because it was all torn up. Yeah, yeah, locker room was fucked up too. What was that like too? Like y'all didn't have real locker rooms and shit for like. They were like they they were like this. This football season doesn't count. Like at the beginning, you remember that, Rob? They were like this football season doesn't count, and then they were like, you guys could play, but like none of this counts. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, somehow in the middle of the season. The fucking season counted. Yeah, that was uh, – it, it, was, it was weird. We were in the – what was it? Soccer locker room? It was small, just different. Like, it was just not the same. Yeah. Did you uh, – did you um, – number one, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but, like, did you ever get COVID yet? Um, or, like, how was that, like, quarantining like crazy? Whenever you had – That's a HIPAA law you just yeah. broke. So. You don't have to answer that. But you <laughs> – no, I mean, yeah. Um, I I had got COVID. Uh, what was it? I I had went home and got it. Oh shit! <laughs> you went to the place with like so much less people and got it. That's just like bad luck. It was the Dairy Queen. It was the Dairy That's a fucking super spreader of it. Yeah. So it, I got I got it there, and then um I had a uh, during the season I missed the first game. Okay. Louisiana. Oh, I had a. It was a close contact. It was it was stupid. All that close contact shit is such bullshit now. Like, looking back through it, uh, COVID was bad. Don't get me wrong. COVID was bad. Whatever. So, I we never went back to my original question. So, you're running back. You're supposed to be this, you know, we've seen how shifty you are, you know, how agile. You're living with defensive linemen. How did that come about, and what is that like? I know T-Sweat hears me right now, too. So um, I don't even and, know. And we want his answer next. I don't yeah. even remember how we even met. It was kind of who me? Yeah, it was. We met in the study hall, and then we met. I don't even know what clicked. Know. Like it just clicked, and then we started hanging out. And then uh, my little brother. And then I got a. Uh, <laughs> I started coming over here a lot. We got closer. He came to my my dorm like during practices and stuff when he didn't want to go home. And then what up? I started just coming over here, and then I had got a dog, and I couldn't keep the dog in the dorm. So then. We all kind of agreed, like, I would keep it here and I would just stay here with them. Nice. T-Sweat, we saw you got you, – your Twitter got hacked, like, I think twice, and you were selling PS5s Dude, I wanted to on buy one of your PS5s for, like, we were gonna, We were going to buy a PS5 off the yeah, internet. Yeah, I was going to just give you, you $2,000 for a signed <laughs> PS5. No, and no. And I was like, oh, damn, it's a scam. No, that's not me, man. 
Oh, but I totally would have paid every bit of if you find PS5s for whatever I will I will buy as many PS5s signed by the three of you guys for for four thousand dollars a piece. As as many as you can find. That's a contract. That's NIL I swear to God. That's crazy. Do I yeah, we'll do that. But if you hey. like, we'll email around. But we will do that. We we will totally. Just do so that. y'all know, y- I mean, y'all are talking to like the fucking Texas NIL dudes right yeah, now. No. Like we we just we just fucking we just want to splish that NIL cash everywhere. Oh, I mean, I need. <laughs> and I still don't have a PS5, so I would love. Yeah, a PS5. I also don't have a PS5. Well, y'all, ne- yeah. well, y'all doing another big NIL deal? Coming. Hey, and guess what? You know what? I. I'm not going to break it on the podcast, but you'll be very excited to find it. Must it. be Demon. So oh, yeah, it must be. But hey, you know what? You guys you don't know, know the name yet, it. but maybe we'll just fucking use say this it. as the announcement podcast. I'm going to say, yeah, it. say it. So so not only am I burn ends, we are also horns with heart, who did the pancake factory. So we're going to do the sack lunch, which is a defensive line here shortly. So stay tuned. Y'all know what the Pancake Factory was. Defensive line is next. Respect. Yes, sir. I've been needing that. See? See? Rick, just bleep all that, too. So, Devondre knows, but everything else could be. (laughs) Or don't. Fuck it. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care about all this shit. But, yeah, no. We want the lines taken care of first. We already got the running backs taken care of. Bijan got his, but yeah. we got we got our boys Jay Brooks and we got and we got Roshan coming up next. But yeah, lines taken care of, tight ends taken care of, all those other fucking flashy people can deal with. This I shit. Uh, I missed the entire announcement because my headphones went out. Can you do that again? Uh, <laughs> you'll hear it. You'll hear it when you. Yeah, edit I know. It, which you won't really edit it, but yeah, sack lunch, baby. Let's sack go. lunch. Sack lunch. Lit. Do you like do you like that? Did y'all like Pancake Factory too? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. We're gonna do we're gonna do it all. Yeah, it'll be fun. What do you got planned? Like after like directly after finals, just going straight back home and that's it. No, no like fun night in between. Probably not. Uh so I got a uh I got a ticket before like during our break right after the season. And I was supposed to do a defensive driving, but somebody was gonna do it for me. And they forgot to do it, so I have to pay the ticket. So I got to pay it by the 14th, which is what is that Saturday? So I got to go home by Saturday and go pay that. That should be another NIL deal. It's like somebody takes your defensive driving shit. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. I, I like I know for a yeah. fact, but it would be funny if you could. Yeah, yeah. So so you know when when you and your roommates, you know you're. Free Saturday night. What, what, what are y'all doing? What are y'all hitting? Y'all are y'all on video games? Are y'all going out? Uh, I mean, we we saw what's on the fridge. So, oh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, we it just depends on the night. We might go to Frats. We might go Sixth Street, or sometimes West we just go like West Six, like the, the good. How's, still on Dirty how Six. Is Greek huh? life? No rain how is Greek, Greek life? Is it alive and well on UT campus? Yeah, it's de- it definitely is, but it's not as fun, sort of. Do y'all have to fight through the homeless shelter, or do y'all can y'all walk around that? No, or? we we go uh, West Six, like the clean. So we don't go Dirty Six no more. Uh, but but brutal. <laughs> That's so funny. Brutal, <laughs> brutal. It's so bad. But on campus, are there? But there's no bumps on campus. No, 
Oh, okay. Mm, right. there, there used to be bums like all in the drag. No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple. I just don't go. We don't go to frats like this. Maybe like once or twice a month or so. How are how are the how is Greek life? Like, what are they? Do they seem like they're going to grow up to be fine contributing members of society? <laughs> non yeah. dealers, or are they just a bunch <laughs> of hoodlums? They're just a bunch of drunk, crazy rich people. With like you know game day atmosphere. You know, what what are what is the thing that you're most looking forward to coming back as like an alumni? Like for me, I'm all about the tailgate and getting to experience that kind of shit. Like, are you looking forward to that kind of stuff? Obviously, you know, you got a big NFL career ahead of you, you know, all that shit's coming. But, you know, what's if you could do one thing instead of being a player on the sidelines and on the field, what would you be? You know, what would you do as a fan? If you were me, uh, I mean, I would just definitely tailgate. I've done that a couple of times, especially when I was younger. I used to go to a lot of AM games with uh, friends from back home, and their tailgating is crazy. Like, it's just a bunch of people. It's a bunch I mean, of guys fucking shit. I just haven't, and- I haven't been to one of our, uh, like, Austin <laughs> tailgate before. I've seen, like, pictures and stuff of it, but I think I would like to tailgate when I come back or something. I hope the audio caught my joke because Jonathan totally missed it, but, <laughs> but. Oh, I said it was a bunch of guys fucking sheep. Oh. Is usually what what happens at A and M tailgates. So, <laughs> so that that it's is funny, funny though. Repeat the joke. Maybe we'll <laughs> dig into that because you have you started. I mean, were you in high school when they stopped playing, or like like were you even in high school yet, or were you still in middle school? When was when, that? When A and M in Texas stopped playing? Oh, junior high maybe. I think I was in middle. Yeah, I think middle school. So you didn't even really, I mean, it may have been a little bit on your radar, but you weren't like following the, the, like the rivalry and stuff like that. No. Yeah. So and that's, that's so kind of weird to me. Yeah. Cause you don't even care about sheep fucking. Yeah. They're just Not a bunch of sheep fuckers. You never heard about jizz jars. Have you heard about the jizz jar at AM? Mm-hmm. You know, the core of cadets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So they jerk off into a jar and I think one of them has to drink it. Right. It's like a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm like 90% sure that's a thing. Yeah. Anyway. So, so do you know? So, so the, no, 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 I'm going to go on a rant. So now, so do you, did you, did you know that whenever their team is losing, that the, their male, the cheerleader guys that they have that are standing on the sideline dressed in all their fucking beige shit, oh. do you know they grab their dicks as hard as they possibly can? Because they want to feel the pain that their players are currently feeling, and it's like a thing. Oh yeah, we have that. But that's this isn't an Aggie fact. This is just me telling the truth about A and M and saying they literally grab their fucking. I'll text it to you. Like they grab their balls and squeeze as hard as they can because they want to feel the pain and the emotion that these other players on the field are feeling. And how fucking weird is that? You know they wouldn't let Waterburger come in until they had a maroon instead of fucking orange. Are you serious? Oh yeah, yeah. They hated it. So fact number sixty-one: for six dollars in two thousand nineteen, you could have bought a ticket for the Texas A&M season opener against Texas State. <laughs> for six dollars, the last time Texas A&M won a national title in nineteen forty, you could have driven from College Station to Memphis and still had enough money for a hamburger, fries, and a milkshake at McDonald's which wouldn't even exist for another 15 years because it was before then that they were fucking at all relevance at football. 
There's a whole book of them. There's a whole book of we're, these we're facts. gonna. I mean, we can put the whole. Okay, so tell me this during your recruitment. So obviously, A and M recruited you a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't know how to what level, but did you get the weird vibes like it was a cult? Like, <laughs> did you feel like it was Scientology type shit, or did you feel like these are actual humans? Like, did you look in their eyes and it was like Tom Cruise, like fucking staring pitfalls into your goddamn eyes, or did you think it was? You know, nah, something the, the times I've been there, it, it was it's like it's like weird the shit that they do, like the chance to like all the shit that they do is just weird. The fuck is a hullabaloo? What is a hullabaloo? Hullabaloo connect connect. What is what is that? I still don't even know what that is. Oh, they didn't even recruit me. They said I was they said I was too small. Whenever uh, somebody reached out to them for me. Well, yeah, you gotta be a fucking lineman to run the goddamn ball for them. Have you seen their offense? They're fucking garbage ass. It's fucking halfback eye formation ass bullshit. You kidding like me? You're talking yeah. to the bad motherfucker Jonathan Brooks. What you? Yeah. <laughs> you kidding me? You kidding me? Too small. You kidding the me? Bad motherfucker. Too small. Hey, well, my favorite thing is all they're they're recruiting all these wide receivers, and these kids are gonna get fucking four catches a year. <laughs> <laughs> I could line up in the slot today <laughs> and get the same production as some of these five stars going out wide. Come on, <laughs> come on. Jonathan, what are you most looking forward to? You know, as we wrap up, what are you most looking forward to this upcoming season? What's your goals? What's going to happen? Uh, goals and probably what's going to happen is just to go undefeated. You know, we got a lot of, especially, you know, we got quarterbacks. We got all these receivers. We might get the pit receiver. We got Bijan still. We got new O-line. D-line came back. We got some new DBs. I think we're perfectly sound all around this year not saying we weren't last year but this year and we got coach sark you know he's getting way more comfortable it's the second year and i just think everybody's more comfortable to scheme everybody's comfortable with with like with each other in the locker room like everybody's come closer like there's no argument there's no fights there's like it's just it's like a, a overall better atmosphere cool That's how awesome. was the community day oh you talking about uh may 6th the, or whatever it was that y'all did oh yeah it was it was pretty fun. We went and uh, played basketball. Well, the group that I was in, we went and played basketball with kids and and interacted with them. And then we went outside and played kickball and stuff. It was it was fun. Was there anybody that was any good? Were you like scoping out like, oh, that kid, that kid's athletic. That kid could make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, was, there was a there was a couple there. Nice little bad kids. Little bad kids. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they could maybe grow up and be a bad kid. motherfucker like you. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome man hey we appreciate your time jonathan we're super excited you're a bad motherfucker for life you know good things coming your way baby yeah we're we're very excited to watch your career unfold and if you need anything from us just holler at your yeah, boys welcome. i appreciate y'all welcome baby later hey. just l- living in an apartment with tavondre sweat and <laughs> selling fucking fake ass ps5s <laughs> which i I don't know if the, the interviews are going before or after, but uh, yeah, don't buy a PS5 from Tavondre Sweat until we say it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you have to buy it. Th- you have to buy it through Surly Horns, but it'll it'll be fine. We we will actually have those in the store at the time of the the upload of that podcast. <laughs> we need to have a fucking like Shopify store with PS5 signed by Tavondre Sweat for grand. <laughs> like just see fucking. I just it. make the fucking. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. And I'm just going to make it to, like, contingent contingent on them acquiring or you supplying a PS5. 
Like you have to. We'll provide we're facilitating the, the the signed PS Five ness of it. That's all we're doing. That's that's what you get for four thousand dollars. And and that's it, a quid pro yeah. quo. NCAA. That's a quid pro quo right there. Is a and it's both signature. quid pro quo and it's also signature, so we don't have to go to compliance. Boom. Yep. Blake and Lori, sorry, <laughs> you got to sit this one out. We're getting a four thousand dollar PS Five from Tavondre Sweat, sir. Yeah, oh, not even a bundle. Like it doesn't come new in box. It comes just as the PS Five. Actually, it, like, no power cord. It's going to be out. like yeah. it's not even the full bundle. You only get the signature. Yeah, no, yeah, and, yeah you don't get a controller. You just get the PS Five. Yeah, you just the PS Five. He takes the controller it's a, out. It's of a the piece bundle. of memorabilia. Yeah, it's exactly. Actually, you can't even take it out of the box. Is the rule? No, like I, I, it's out of the box. It's out of the box. You can't <laughs> sign the box. That's bullshit. You have to that sign the PS5. Be that might even be better. Like you can't take the PS5 out of the fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> it's inside Get the, the fuck out of here! No, people <laughs> could use the PS5 if they wanted to. That's not the point. The point is, if they wanted to use it as a PS5, <laughs> they'd have to buy all the peripherals, which. I mean, speaking of PS5s, so I'm holding out. I will have a Tivandre Sweat PS5, but only when NCAA football comes out. Because I'm that. I don't. Oh, we could do bundles with that, though. That would be a cool bundle. That would actually be a super cool bundle. That'd be fucking sick. I wonder if we could get EA involved in that. Maybe. I bet you we could. I bet we could. We're the fucking NIL masters, baby. We I bet EA, EA could sponsor a, a, a Travandre Sweat cover of, or, or like a sticker or something. And, and it's like yeah. an official bundle. Like, and they, yeah. that's part of the NIL thing. And then they get to sell the console bundle. I bet that would work. That should do it for all of the all the players. No, we should do it. Yeah, we should do it. Or, I mean, that, that's what I mean. We should be able to do it for like all of the players. Like all of yeah. the athletes. Yeah, but I just want to do it specifically for Tavondre Sweat right now because it was so funny because I actually DM'd him about it. <laughs> like, forever ago when his shit got hacked. He got hacked and he's like, oh, actually, no, they're already sold out. <laughs> no, we need to do one for Jatavion. JT would fucking love a personalized PS5 that we could auction off for him. Oh, okay. We could do that. 100%. All right. Anyway... Moving on from NIL, we're, I, like I'm, I'm not going to the transfer portal. We're, I just we're, we are so fucking over NIL, and we're so fucking tired of NIL, and we're we can't wait to just dump this on somebody else and just be like, hey, you do that. Let us be vulgar instead. <laughs> yeah, we just so. Um, I guess there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, Maybe a lot, and so there's. Uh, inflation now is the Russia segment, Russia and Ukraine segment. We're I, just going to. I talk didn't about say anything about that. <laughs> I, I'm just saying there's a lot going on on planet Earth right now, and and a whole lot of it is does it doesn't seem good, and it's been kind of also a drag to not be able to just fuck around and talk about like football and stuff because. So welcome to our Roby Wade segment. Shit. <laughs> we're going to talk about Roe v. Wade and the Ukraine for the rest of the hour. So strap in, make sure you got a juice box, eat a cheese stick. We're just going to sit here and just talk about shit that makes you uncomfortable for the next hour and a half. And by that, I so, mean 
Rick, what's your favorite taco and what's what's your favorite taco place in the world? Are we doing Fat Boy Minute? No, we're just going to do a Fat Boy Hour. We're, uh, no, we're not going to do a Fat Boy Hour. I, <laughs> I, no, I'm just kidding. I just don't want to talk about. I just don't want to talk about abortion in Ukraine. <laughs> I didn't either. I, that's not what I. There's a lot going on. Okay, and, you were going into something, and I just wanted to lean yeah, the other way. <laughs> I, oh, dude, I just think that it's. We heard um, some people that we've talked to on the team. Like everybody's feeling that Austin's just getting really expensive. And it's it's kind of crazy. So like how are how are teams going to adjust to that, right? Because how how far does fifty thousand go in Austin versus Tuscaloosa? I got to fucking drive there and back to Austin tomorrow, and that is immediate. I mean, not counting lunch, not counting. Obviously, I got to stop at the Bucky's and Giddings um, <laughs> for my little halfway. And I get some beef jerky, little snack, little Diet Coke. Um, that's got to be an extra thirty bucks. I mean, we're I'm looking at like a hundred and fifty dollar round trip just to drive from Houston or the Woodlands to Austin and back. Yeah, but sounds like an awesome day for you, boy. It's it's th- this is getting it's funny that everything has this you know drastic effect on people's outlook and everything, and and then we have this transfer portal. And then we, <laughs> right? And people are like, hey, man, what the fuck is like- going on? Right? Like the numbers keep going up for these players too. It's like, where are all these, where's all this money coming from? I and the I mean, answer is the people that have all the money. You mentioned Darren Ravel. And I think it's so fucking funny that he got so mad at me, my fucking dumbass, like my idiot brain. He got so mad at me for $50,000 for an offensive lineman per year. We are talking about four, five, six million dollars, eight million. There's an eight million dollar Tennessee deal for a 17 year old quarterback in high school. And Darren Ravel got mad at me, me, non booster. Your boy RGB three on a stupid fucking podcast. Eight million million. I think we're in a transfer portal bubble. We're in a bubble. I think the bubble. It's a bubble, but that wasn't even transfer portal. That was just that was just them wanting to buy a fucking kid. They oh, that was a recruit. That was a kid. You're right. And then they changed the law to let them do it. It was a fucking kid. And I, you know, I get random calls on like days like a Tuesday where the tax like tax auditor from Tennessee will, will call me and he'll be like hey are you Rick from Horns with Heart and I'm like yeah what do you need because I don't want to tell anybody everybody yeah. asks like how to She'll set up an IL deal yeah. and I tell them to pound sand um, it's like figure it out on your own bitch uh, but this guy was like oh, I just wanted to call and let you know that what the laws regarding NIL and like whatever are in the state of Tennessee so apparently if we take um, more than 25 individual donors from Tennessee, totaling 25,000. So you could do yeah, any combination of those two, right? So if you have 10 people that do more than 1,000 each, right, you can get to 25,000 or like 25 people or 250 people, something like that. But basically, you have to be careful if you get charitable donations from Tennessee across state lines. 
I mean, he just calls me to like let me know that. <laughs> and Thanks, brother. I'm like, thank you for calling me, right? <laughs> I, I will jot that down and make sure that we comply with that law. Like, that's how easy it is. These people want to help you. Yeah. It's well, well, I think the biggest thing about all of this and all of what we've done is it is so 100% legitimate. We are not lawyers. Neither of us on this fucking podcast are lawyers, but we know how to read words. It's a little secret, a little secret. N- nobody else except your boys at the Surly Horns podcast are going to tell you is just to understand shit. Sometimes you just got to know how to read words. It's, I mean, none of this is hard. I don't understand the difficulty. And, well, you know what? I do understand the difficulty. The difficulty is people wanting people to... People want to be cheating-ass motherfuckers. That's the difficulty. People want to fucking cheat. Everybody's Just looking for an cheat. Just cheat. don't. Just, it's not hard. You know what? I could walk up to, to an enrolled player at any university. I could walk... I could fucking fly to Oregon find i don't even know a fucking organ player i was gonna say k on thibodeau but he's obviously in the fucking draft now uh i could find any enrolled player at oregon wisconsin tennessee it doesn't fucking matter and i could say hey sign this mouse pad and i will give you five grand it's a free market it doesn't have to pass through through compliance it's also protected got- specifically from the 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 court case like that example specifically is precedent. Exactly. I show I can show quid pro quo. My money is just as good as everybody else's. Guess fucking what? That's a legal nil deal. The fact that there are people out there doing illegal shit, barbacoa. There, the fact that there are people out there doing illegal shit is so goddamn fucking stupid. I cannot wrap my goddamn brain around it. I cannot fathom it. Right now, right fucking now, I'm about to fucking stand up with this goddamn microphone. Right now, there is a legit avenue for people to give us money. They will receive a tax break for that money that they give. We will take all of that money, minus operational costs, whatever, minimal. We're still working pro bono. I still, Rick Rick and I still have not made a single fucking dime off of any NIL deal that we've had. <clears throat> Not a single fucking one. <coughs> yeah, no, I... Yeah, I just gross up burn-ins. It's always at that thing. But yeah, it's just fucking... <coughs> Shirley Horns just pays loser. that. It's, yeah. it's a loser. Yeah. So we can take all of that. So if you have money, if you're listening to this fucking podcast and you have money that you want to invest, you want a <clears throat> tax break... You want your football program to probably be better than what it was because of and make everybody look bad. At yeah, charity. And do you want to fucking help underfunded libraries like I do? Rob at hornswithheart.org. Just email me. And that's we right. Also, we have email. We have we a website. Will, we, we will have, also we have, have press releases that have been distributed in every fucking news platform that everyone reads. We were headline news on ESPN, and we're yeah, the first funny. fucking 501c3 approved, for real, NIL charitable organization. And, and like, we are open to any and all interested donors. And 
and not only that, uh, very, very soon we will have um, the ability to donate singular, one-time, recurring, whatever you want on our website. And uh, that not even through credit card. You can do ACH. You can do direct debit. We'll have everything for you to be able to to send money in and and get in in return uh, an email or a paper copy of your donation, and, and you can file that with your taxes. Enjoy, and guess what? You don't even need to do an itemized return on your taxes up to six hundred dollars. So if you would like to donate exactly six hundred dollars, you don't even need a fucking itemized receipt. You could just do that to us. Directly on our website, hornswithheart.org. And if you, you know what? I don't, I don't even know if I have that. Guess what? $10 per month. 10 fucking. If you are not a part of Burn Ends, 10 fucking dollars per month. That is disc. If, if I saw a $10 bill on the ground and I saw a fucking truck run right over it splash it with mud you know it's it's gross it's gonna take me washing it it's gonna take me like five to 15 minutes to really clean that ten dollar bill off i'll probably grab it but i'm debating guess what that ten dollar fucking bill that's on the ground just fucking donate it you're gonna pay for the university of texas tight end room in perpetuity in perpetuity. Perpetuity is such a big fucking word that nobody understands. It means that no matter what happens, the tight you know, the end... The funny thing is, is we're the only also NIL, right? Surly's NIL sponsorship is the only thing that has executed on this and has it funded and, and has a structure <laughs> like already has multi-year plans and all of that. That's the... When, when we're in year three of this shit and everybody else has done one-off whatevers and we've done three in a row and the fourth one has come in and so is the fifth one and so is the sixth one, everybody's going to be like, yeah, we're going to take that pretty seriously into consideration. Yeah. It's less, it's legitimately less than your fucking caramel macchiato flambe bullshit. It I did take is- my, my wife to Starbucks the other day. And she ordered a, a, a venti iced latte, and it was $6.50 or something. Stupid. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? You're half of a bag man with one fucking drink. You're half of a bag man with one fucking drink. Literally, if you care about the University of Texas, if you give a fucking shit about the results on the field at the University of Texas, if you're not a Burn Ends member, you cannot talk shit about anything. Why do we suck? Why are we losing? We are asking the absolute minimum. The absolute fucking minimum. Can you picture that? The absolute fucking minimum of your job. $10? Netflix is garbage. Netflix is trash. They're charging you 20 bucks a fucking month. 20 <laughs> fucking bucks a month. This is half of that. To I pay wish I would have shorted Netflix. Crucial. That'd be fun. Oh my god! I wish I shorted that fucking stock. Are you kidding me? And GME. <laughs> and everybody just knew it was happening. Hey, guess what? Just... I'm still diamond hands, baby. 
GME Diamond Hands. Yeah, forever. you're crazy. I am crazy, but guess what? Diamond fucking hands. GME. Well, I bought it at 60 and we're still at 90, so we're good. But I'm anyway. in some I'm in I got caught up in JP Morgan and I can't get out. Yeah, you're so, fucked up. I'm fucked. It's not yeah, good. You're, you're mega fucked. I don't even know what GME. Yeah, yeah, yeah GME's at 91.55. I'm still up. And I've cashed enough options. What anyway, anyway. I don't care. I don't either. So the important thing is for one ninth of one share of GME, you can be a burn ends member and you get some cool shit. We will mail out or something with these cups that have been sitting in my office for about seven or eight months. Uh, we will plus magnets and we will have a dinner that after y'all stop listening to this podcast, Rick and I are going to organize and make sure that we actually have the, the burn ends dinner set and good before August, because that's when or the contract. Yeah. There's dinner like next month. Yeah. We're good during summer. Be fine. Some point we'll figure it out. We're going to go, we're going to go, we're going to party downtown. We're going to rent a rooftop party downtown and, have food catered. It's going to be fun. But you know what's you know what's important is we have okay. So Rick and I we have completed our contractual obligations for the for the burn ends. We have the cups, we have the magnets. We're going to do the dinner. We're going to do all that. I don't know of a single member of the burn ends that have been like, when am I going to get my cup? When am I going to get my magnet? When am I going to get you to go to the dinner? You know, some people have asked, like, when is it? But not like, how dare you not provide it already? You know, it's because people care more about a sustainable NIL entity than they do immediate short-term gains. You know, what's so cool about all this stuff is, um, you know, being able to meet Cade Brewer and talk to Cade Brewer as much as we have. Shout and out to CLC Hawk. Let's go, baby. Yeah, let's go. Go Hawks. Um I just think it's it's really cool to have had him do that experience and for us to be able to be completely compliant and, and the the really big curveball from missing the bowl game, uh, you know, that that's a, a, was a big one. I don't think people realize how that was a compliance nightmare. It fucked us Cause really our, bad. Because <laughs> our Surly Horns really dinner bad. was after the season was over and technically it was like he was ineligible. Shit. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's not his fault and it's not really our fault. It's like, you know, it's the team's fault for not winning against Kansas. But <laughs> <laughs> just outside of that, outside of that, um, I don't know. I, don't know. I lost my, <laughs> I just wanted to, I just can't lose to Kansas. Uh, I think that's like, uh, one of those, like, Hey, you just should never do anyway. Just, just don't lose to Kansas. What? Yeah. I just, uh, anyway, we fucking ran the rival. For, rivals. We, we ran in for forty minutes about the NIL, and I'm sure people are so fucking mad about, like, oh, Rob and Rick, just, just start talking about being vulgar and saying shit more, which I think I said shit a lot. But let me tell you guys, uh, the fact that. You are listening to two guys that have done things different, done things right. Um, is something that you guys should make yourselves. You know, you should be fucking pounding your chest, pounding your chest. You should be proud of this shit. 
of what we're doing, how we're doing it, how we're handling it. Um, Cause it's hard. It's hard for us. It's hard taking calls, doing this pro bono. Dude, there's a lot of guys on the team that everybody's hard. ignoring. Yeah. It's, crazy. it's, it, it's, it's fucking crazy. And if you can take anything from this episode, season five, episode one, which we're going to get more consistent, probably not next week, but maybe the next week. Well, anyway, we'll, we're going to do these more, especially as the season starts to ramp up. We obviously we have to show the quid pro quo, which is important. Texas A&M. Um, but y'all should be fucking proud of this. Y'all should be proud as listeners because y'all are supporters. Y'all are listening. You know, y'all are giving us good feedback. Um, that's what we need. That's what, that's all that we need. We want people that are in there to, because like I said, it's not that fucking hard to show real quid pro quo, be there, letter of the law, make sure things work, make sure people aren't so fucking, you know, just, just throwing money at people. And then you can produce K Brewers who we still, we still paid out the full amount, but we sponsored him as an individual after the season ended. Jared Wiley is a TCU and we're still paying them. Jared Wiley is a TCU. We still paid Jared Wiley his whole thing. He's going to get, uh, the, the the finish out over the summer where no schools get stipends. We don't know what TCU stipend thing is like because they're TCU, but Probably if boy. they have a stipend, but you know this would be bigger than it for sure. So I think it's a good deal for everybody. I think you know we get to talk to him. Uh, we'll have him on in the next like two or three weeks, and that one I think we will talk a little bit more about football. Um, that may be the transfer <laughs> portal special. So. But, hey, either way, we love you, Surly listeners. We're going to be more consistent at some point in our lives. Things have been crazy. All we want to do is be vulgar on a podcast. One day, we're going to get to be vulgar on a podcast. And um, hook them. Hook them.